Welcome to the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm your host, Shanna Folds, and I'm here to get you caught up quickly. I've got some top news stories for you today from Israel, and guess what? You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Monday, January 24th, 2021 in the Gregorian calendar and the 22nd of Shivat, 5782 in the Hebrew calendar. It's Monday. So that means it's my favorite day of the week because I get to host the Sunset Series event. And tonight, my business partner and the director of Tribe Tel Aviv, which is our organization, Rabbi Jonathan Feldman, is going to be speaking to us tonight about finding yourself on the path to greatness. So that's at 7 p.m. tonight. Message me for details if you are in your 20s or 30s and you are in Tel Aviv tonight and you want to mix, mingle, network, and get inspired. We're going to be having some cocktails and we have a huge Mir Peset and we're going to be taking in the view of the Tel Aviv skyline together. So reach out if that fits the bill. Now, let's get to the news. Israel is getting close or is already peaking with the Omicron Omicron variant. That's what experts are saying. Just yesterday, so that's Sunday, 67,198 cases of COVID-19 were detected across the country, making about a third of all tests coming back positive. 783 patients are in serious condition with 144 on breathing tubes. The overall COVID death toll is around 8,447 since the beginning of the pandemic. The Green Pass restriction, which makes bars, restaurants and stores ask for proof of vaccination for entrance, is expiring on the 1st of February when the law turns one year old. Yes, the Green Pass came into effect on February 1st, 2021, if you could believe it. That was one year ago. Experts are going to be reviewing if vaccination is enough to prevent the spread of COVID-19 with the Omicron variant. And if not, if it still serves the community to have a Green Pass system. Ah, the classic submarine affair. News about this is returning, and apparently former Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is being asked to be the first witness in the court case, or at least that's what the rumors say. Sunday, an official commission of inquiry was created to review allegations that there was a bribery scheme around the purchase of some German ships about six years ago under the watch of Netanyahu. It's called Case 3000, and the conflict of interest involves a $2 billion purchase of Navy vessels from Germany. Netanyahu was brought in for questioning, but he was not named as an official suspect. 26 ministers in the current cabinet voted to establish the state investigation. Current sitting Prime Minister Naftali Bennett abstained. He did not vote at all. The 2016 deal allegedly involved buying submarines and patrol boats in return for kickbacks. A kickback, of course, is when you exchange something for a service, but it's bad because it's in exchange for some kind of a bribe. Current Defense Minister Benny Gantz tried to get this going back in October 2020. He says the government approved his proposal and that the investigation is of the highest security and that it's a clear message not to play with Israel's defense. If you read this past week's Torah portion, or the Parsha Yitro, 
You would have read about the creation of the first court system for the Israelites. It was established in the desert after the Hebrews left Egypt. Yes, I read it. And that's why this bit of news was a bit ironic. One of Israel's top judges passed away today. Her name is Miriam Naor. She was 74 years old and she was the former Supreme Court Chief Justice. It's not clear what she died from. Naor was appointed to the Supreme Court in 2003 and served as the country's top court head from 2015 to 2017. That's when she retired. However, a true professional cannot stay away from their work no matter the age. She was working as the head of the State Commission of Inquiry on the disaster from last year's Mount Marone incident. 45 people were killed at a festival on one of Israel's northern mountaintops where there was a chaotic stampede on April 30th. Naor was born in Jerusalem in 1947, one year before Israel officially became a state, and she got her law degree from the Hebrew University in Jerusalem. She was appointed a judge in Jerusalem District Court at age 33, and then during her 14-year stint on the Supreme Court, she managed some huge historic cases like legislation that intended to delay the drafting of Orthodox Jews into the army, preventing the state from deporting African migrants who wished to remain in Israel, allowing corner stores and small groceries in Tel Aviv to remain open on Shabbat for those people who do not observe Shabbat, and forcing the government into recognizing private conversion to Judaism in an effort to help those who were trying to officially gain Israeli citizenship. Current President Isaac Herzog says Naor will be remembered as the queen of justice and one of the titans of Israeli law. Over the course of the past week, two minor earthquakes shook communities in Israel's north. Following these reports, Khan, Israel's public broadcaster, reported that around one million homes in the region are at risk of collapse if a large-scale earthquake does hit Israel. The first quake on Saturday was 3.7 on the Richter scale, and the other one the following day at noon on Sunday was around 3.5. There were no reports of injuries or major damage, but the IDF Home Front Command says residents from some 60 buildings called in to say that their building was damaged. Israel lies along a fault line. And according to Khan, about 60% of homes in Israel are not properly protected from missile attacks, earthquakes, or general collapse. If you are getting caught up on your Israel Daily News, we'd like you to consider sending over a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash Israel Daily News slash support. The financial support that we get from subscribers helps us maintain our show, and it helps us continue to grow and try to reach new audiences. Subscribers will get a handwritten thank you note and a little poem that I write myself to let you know how thrilled we are to have your support. Huge thank you to Lauren of Queens, New York, for making a monthly contribution contribution to us here at the Israel Daily News Podcast. We appreciate your monthly support greatly. Thank you so much for believing in us and for believing in our vision and the way that we provide the news. Thank you to all of you listeners for your interest in Israeli affairs. Israeli politics are world politics. We have one central link in the show notes, which you can click on. And that'll take you to the page where you too can make a contribution and feel good knowing that you're supporting independent journalism. So check us out at IsraelDaily.News. You can also support us by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Number two, you can share the show with a friend. And number three, you can follow us on Facebook at IsraelDaily.News as well as Shanna Fold. My name has two N's in it, and I'm very sensitive about that. You can also follow us on Twitter at IsraelPodcast.
I love birds and bird stories. So here's one for you. Did you know that Israel counts their seabirds every January? Well, the counting has begun, and specialists say that the great cormorant, which is a heavy seabird with a long neck and a crooked beak, has decreased in population. However, if you look at the date from the past 10 years, it's actually a thriving species here in Israel this decade compared to the former decade. There are more than 14,500 of them living throughout Israel, and especially on the banks of the Kishon River, which is near Haifa. This is where the largest colony is found, making up 17% of all seabirds in the country. Experts count when the first light of dawn comes and they can see the birds flying from the trees into the icy cold waters in search of fish. Experts start their count when the first light of dawn comes in and they can see the birds flying from the trees into the icy cold waters in search of fish for food. This year, there are 2,000 fewer cormorants in Israel than there were last year. However, there are around 600 more this decade than there were in the decade past. The great cormorant migrates to Israel in fall and winter and typically leaves around March. Experts weren't able to say whether the drop in this bird population is due to the bird flu that is wiping out thousands of birds across Israel, or if it's simply that fewer birds reproduced this season. The Kishon River Authority is currently working to create a national birding park with the Jewish National Fund and Israel's Open Spaces Protection Fund. They're using that money to offer a good viewing area to the public so that people can watch the birds living on the river. Sounds like fun to me. Philippine Airlines is launching a direct route to Israel starting in April, and apparently tickets have already been sold for it. The original plan would be to operate two weekly flights between Tel Aviv and Manila, which is the capital of the Philippines. The flights are expected to leave late at night and last for around 11 and a half hours on board. Ticket prices are set to be around $920, and apparently the company is testing to see if they can get more than two flights for a week. Right now, they're going to start out with two flights per week. There's a large Filipino community here in Israel. Many come to Israel and work as caretakers for elderly and disabled people. Some could say that they are the backbone of many parts of the society. I have a few words about the weather here in Israel before we head out. Today, Monday, Israel is expecting to see rain intermittently throughout the day, plus a nice amount of snow on Mount Hermon, which is Israel's northernmost tallest mountain, standing at 2,800 meters. The storm is being called Elpis. By Wednesday, the mountain is expected to receive the full-blown storm, and the rest of the country is planning to, to suffer from a drop in temperature, plus a lot of rain. Tuesday is supposed to be the driest day for Israelis this week. If you didn't know this, I'm going to share this with you. Israelis do not like the rain. They cancel everything and stay at home when it rains. I, as an American, someone from New York and someone from upstate New York where I went to college, technically it's called Central New York, I find that very amusing and helpful. I've survived a lot of really tough weather. So if you want to be in line at the grocery store with nobody in front of you, if you want to eat in a quiet restaurant, if you want to do something without anyone in your way, go out on a rainy day in Tel Aviv, okay, people? You can expect excessive winds this week of around 37 to 60 miles per hour. That's around 60 to 80 kilometers per hour. And Jerusalem is supposed to get some snow. 
All right. Well, that is it for today's show. Today is Monday, January 24th, 2021. Tel Aviv has a low of 5 degrees Celsius and a high of 12 degrees. That's 41 degrees Fahrenheit for the low, going up to 54 degrees for the high. Subscribe to the Israel Daily News podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. We are everywhere. Don't forget to sign up to our Israel Weekly News Wrap. It's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week. I usually add a few personal anecdotes or professional highlights to the newsletter. If you didn't get it in your inbox late last night or early this morning, you can sign up for it on our interim website at israeldaily.news or you can reach out to me and I'll forward you. I'll forward it to you. The site is functional. We are going to be replacing the israeldaily.news site with something much better coming up. Thank you to Michelle Milner for her social media work. I'm going to send you off today with a song called Tamid Kadima by Subliminal and Trip L, a duo super popular in the electronic music world here in Israel. And especially some years back, they were super known. In English, Tamid Kadima means always forward. That's a message I have for you all. Keep moving forward this week, inch by inch. Have a great and productive day. Yeah, <laughs>